Last time on Operation Redline. Sandman is a 5'11", skinny but toned person of an indiscernible gender. They have a chin-length, wavy black hair, are clean-shaven, and have permanently half-lidded, almost like sleepy eyes. But they do wear an expression that never changes from just being on the verge of angry. They wear like a black turtleneck, black yoga pants, and have a small, dark messenger bag, kind of like off-black. Sandman doesn't talk, so we'll figure out how that works over the course of this first game. Mouse is a older man who's been on the run for quite a while now. He's got a bald head, long beard, very malnourished, looks like he barely eats anything anymore. And he wears an all-black waterproof jacket with matching pants and boots. And where's the dog tags of all his fallen soldiers, including the commanding officer he was framed for? The door knocks. Uh, and you presume it's your food. Sandman is going to answer the door. Pulls it open, cracks it slightly, looks in with a blank expression on his face. And when you take out your to-go containers, you see indentations kind of written and sketched into the top of these containers. He grabs Sandman's chicken because he has no seasoning or nothing on his and then smears it across the lid. It actually shows an address for you guys to go to and a time on it saying to meet about 20 minutes from now in the middle of the park nearby. Sandman just grabs a handful of chicken and rice and shoves as much of it as he can in his mouth before grabbing his things and heading to the door. In the city, you don't maybe have to drive and stuff, right? Like, you could walk to the park and, and things like that. Would you guys have a mode of transportation at this point? Or do you think you, you walk for the most part? I would like to think that we've been walking everywhere, but, like, we have access to a company van. I'd like to say we have the paperwork to acquisition a company vehicle, like, sitting, signed on just yeah. a coffee table in the room. Perfect. Yeah, so you guys go walk off and the uh, the sun is setting into this late Monday night. It's actually probably early October and you guys are walking on as the as the leaves fall and the brisk air is kind of rolling on and you guys walk into the park and you see, I mean, as the sun is starting to set, you know, your typical park joggers and walkers that probably shouldn't be out this late, you know, from your experience, but you're going on and um, you can actually hear it first, Mouse. You hear from the other side, right around the bend, you hear a slight rushing of water from a subtle water fountain, and you can hear a slight clicking sound coming out in Morse code, saying here over and over on a repeating loop. I just gotta say, that's fucking cool. Mouse is gonna tap Sandman on the side. Hey, Sandman, we gotta go on over there. I think they're calling us via Morse code. Nods and just starts walking in that direction. So as you guys go around the bend around this little clearing, and you guys can see um, kind of a circular centerpiece in this park, a fountain with lights kind of going through it. And the fountain is um, it's just a giant goose that looks very angry, and the water is coming out of the goose bill. You see a man in almost a comically large trench coat like so long sitting down that it's like a tarp kind of draped over him um and it's closed you can't see what pants he's wearing or shoes he's wearing and he has a a, a big cowboy flat rimmed hat going around uh with a single cane that is tapping into the ground and as he sees you guys walk around he stands up and kind of bows and gestures one hand forward to you with the cane dipping backwards and stands up and says oh my we Get to meet that last. Sandman immediately looks to Mouse as if, like, you're going to do all the talking here. Can I make it canon that we have a secret hand sign to show that it's us and I just flip him off? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And Perfect. he looks and says, of course, and flips you off as well while letting off like a side smirk come out and says, uh, we've got a job for you. You got a job, boss. <sighs> what kind of job you got? And he <laughs> looks visibly shaken. No, no, it gets worse. <laughs> Every he time. goes, uh, 
you know, I'm not even going to talk about this. Uh, You're going to talk about what? And, and just, he, he puts an envelope on the ground and turns and walks off. And as he's taking a step, his cane seems to be like off cadence of his feet. And it says like, God damn, just over and over again in Morse code as he walks off. Um, and you guys now have an envelope. And on it, you guys see uh, kind of an etching, right? Like a stamp into the centerpiece. And it's just a big eyeball on it. Oh, yeah. Uh I'm going to make you do this early. Uh-huh. So Sandman's eyes roll back into his head for a moment, and then he like looks very closely at uh, the man who was walking away. So what Sandman sees is a smooth aura. It seems to be as if you had like low lo-fi kind of going around on a, on a little digitizer, kind of moving like ocean waves cresting as it's just steel gray matching the exact color of the clothes that he is wearing as it's moving around. Uh, Sandman turns to Mouse and signs. He expected that. Wasn't caught off guard. Give a little thumbs up and I look into the eye of the envelope real quick before opening it. As you start to open it, um, you're smacked in the back of the head by this cane. As he says, what are you doing? You're going to open it here? Oh, what the fuck? And he is now standing behind both of you. What are you going to do? Just leave a fucking packet on the floor for anybody to find? No, you're supposed to fucking take it back home. Huh? Take it. Take it. Read it out. of There's people watching. Just take it. Holy (laughs) shit. Amateurs. (laughs) And then he starts walking off in the opposite direction that he was walking the first time. I flip him off again as we start walking back. Sandman does the same. I like to think Mouse, after seeing Sandman do it too, he puts up his other hand and just double flips him off <laughs> with the envelope in hand. And Sandman, you can see just a small twinge on the side of this rotating kind of ocean cresting wave or aura as you can see it kind of like build in one direction and then slowly go back to slowly rotating around. He nods. You guys get back to your place. Um, You guys can now eat your food. And upon opening this, you see... That the uh, rice and chicken are now soggy and mixed together. You should have taken it with you. I say as I take my last bite. Uh, I'd like to imagine you can give Sandman a voice. If you want. Even though it's hand signals. I mean, I I just do monotone. That's fine. I like that too. Sandman takes like three of the little containers of sriracha sauce, just pours it all in there, mixes it all together with a fork, and then just starts eating from it very quickly. So actually, you guys are sitting next to on the couch watching like uh, Tucker Carlson um, on the TV, maybe making fun of it. Maybe not. Who knows? As the sriracha sauce is poured out and uh, mouse like your nose is starting to burn as the smell from the sriracha sauce almost makes you want to vomit. So mouse would immediately just get on up, go to the nearest bathroom that isn't Sandman's room. And he grabs two cotton balls and shoves them up his nose and then goes back and sits down on the couch. Sandman signs, wanted your sriracha. You can have the sriracha. I don't give a shit. Can't have that fucking shit anyways. He nods and goes back to devouring his food. Mouse starts opening up the envelope and I just like spread out the contents of the envelope on like, I like to think we got a coffee table there by the TV. But it's slanted and all kinds of fucked up, and even a book ain't fixing that. So, like, the papers are slightly sliding to the side, but they eventually stop and just find their place. So you open this envelope and scatter it upon the table that's slanted really poorly. And out comes a trifold piece of paper that you unravel and place out, and it comes out with multiple paragraphs kind of detailing some stuff. Before you can read over that, you notice that some maps and drawings and sketches are in. And you actually see uh, one of them having a picture of what seems to be a police sketch of somebody. It kind of resembles that, right? Like the charcoal drawing of somebody with long hair that comes over in kind of like a neck piece going across their throat with kind of bangs drooping down. Um, Just this kind of like soft complexion woman that you can see out of this chalk drawing. And then you guys get another picture that is a map. And what you can actually make out to be the expo center um, that isn't too far from where you guys are at. Just kind of uh, has a loose floor plan, has a loose outline, some random pictures that have been gathered already for you, but they're not 
they're not very good, right? Like they're all black and white when obviously this floor plan was in color. So things kind of blend together. It's a very shitty Xerox scanned like eight times. And then we got the eighth copy that was scanned. Yeah. Like basically this message was forwarded and then printed and then they would like look at it and then scan it and send it off again. And the next person, every time they wanted to open the email, they would print the document and then re-upload it. God, so it's, we, it's, we work for the government. It's, it's pretty <laughs> shitty. Um, and on this letter um, states, you guys need to attend the Expo Center for a performance happening this upcoming weekend. The pop star Mirage that all of you guys know as kind of an international sensation, right? Basically the Taylor Swift, if, you know, Putin really took over the world. Um, but Mirage has a performance coming up, and you need to not let that happen. This message pretty clearly states that Mirage has been using something that can only be discerned as subtle mind manipulation to enhance the effects of her performance and she has been slowly leaning in a certain political direction. Um, the SDI, the Strategic Defense Initiative, is concerned that Mirage's new songs are going to try and kind of spread propaganda about the United States and kind of discouraging normal day citizens from using the digital currency that's coming out, the Bitcoin. It's kind of steering people away from that and going back to the dollar. And the SDI doesn't want this to happen. What they tell you is that they are going to have a performance at Freedom Hall on October 7th, 2040, which is this upcoming Friday night. This Expo Center is located in the center of Louisville. And no matter what happens, it cannot be allowed to air. Um, the Strategic Defense Initiative is going to be funding this operation, which means they will be paying your group FU. Uh, money that will go to you to whatever you need from them. Um, you haven't really seen it at this point, uh, but it states that you need to get this job done, but it has in all bold letters that Mirage is not to be killed as SDI has a capture plan in place upon her exit from the grounds. So you flip over the paper um, as you see like half a sentence written on the bottom. And you see that you can have full access to the weapons cache that is actually stored in the security complex at this expo center. If you can make this go off, um, they'll allow you to get in and take that. So I'd like to think that Mouse immediately grabs his company computer, which is just a shitty Dell computer that is way out of date and should have been life cycled probably in 2020. <laughs> It takes probably yeah. 20 minutes to boot up. Oh, yeah. He goes to power it up. After about five minutes of waiting, it blue screens. Yep. So he turns <laughs> it off and boots it back up. But it works this time after 20. So Mouse finally gets in, and he goes to look at the local events for the convention center. So while uh, Mouse spent 20 minutes booting up his freaking old computer... Sandman has been has taken the floor plan and has transposed it onto the large whiteboard at the back of the room that they have. Beautiful. And has marked all the entrances written at the top windows question mark and then sky roof question mark and then um has in red marker uh outlined the area where the performance is going to be taking place if it is listed on there. Um, so it is not currently listed where the performance is going to be taking place. Um, you do have different listings on the floor plan that include West Ring, Freedom Hall, North Wing, South Wing, A, B, and C, and East Hall, A, and B. With the Googling and looking online at different stuff on your computer, you will see that most events that are big, like concerts, happen at Freedom Hall, but it's also used for basketball games and stuff of that nature and it just depends if it's available or not while i'm looking for the events going on do i see a basketball game going on for that day i will say you do not see a basketball game you will see that the majority of this website is about mirage's performance actually most of the advertisements on the side all the banners just all of it 
is seem to be changed and glorifying Mirage's face and just beautiful highlights and reels and kind of like links to her Instagram page and stuff like that. Well, I do the one thing that most ITs know they shouldn't do. I click on the ad. Yeah, it just immediately redirects you back to this website. And you can kind of presume that this ad has been pushed out to multiple places and has been sent out to like every main website for anyone that's using a connection through this area. Is there any ticket purchases? Yeah, um, you can very easily see two ticket purchases um, and the tickets are actually sold out this close to the event. Do they have like a seating chart? Ooh, ah, uh, one of you give me a D6 roll. Here, I got this. Is that a one? It's fucking one. Oh yeah, so God. you see where the button is to purchase tickets. It says um, view seating chart, purchase tickets now. And when you go to click it, it's grayed out and the hyperlink is disabled because all the tickets have been sold. Would these company quote unquote laptops have any software to get into local databases, perhaps? Uh I'll say not at this moment, but if you want upgrades in the future and rewards in the future, we could probably get you more high-tech stuff for your company, but at this moment, it's it's pretty bare basic bones. Basic as shit. Gotcha. Yeah, it's pretty basic. I'd like to pull up Google Earth, and I'd like to go by the roads. Like, you know the street view? Mm-hmm. I want to go down the roads that go around the convention center and map out the roads and draw the manhole covers that I see going around. I will say, as you go into Google Earth, and maybe you play around with it a little bit kind of often, um, you click a point, and it seems like none of them are working as you go a little bit outside, and you click down to get a street view camera. And as you get closer, as soon as you get to kind of like one of the entrance gates on the side, um, it cuts off, and every time you try to click Google Earth street view on this place, um, you actually receive a 404 cannot be found error. Sandman, who has been watching this from behind the whole time, starts like drumming his fingers on the table. What you think, Sandman? Suspicious. What you think about our approach? I was hoping we could find some with the manholes, but it looks like we ain't gonna have no luck with that. Climbing might be our best bet. Yeah, kind of go with like a aerial approach. He nods. Okay, okay. On the map, do we see like any uh, stairs or anything like that? Do we know anything about this place? Looks like they cut off the public stuff. Might have to go in person. True. Uh, you got money for a cab, or we're just going to take a really long walk? He stands there for a moment, and then turns around and goes into his uh, bag and pulls out just a wad of cash. Fan-fucking-tastic. We using the fire escape, or are we going to use the front door? He signs, anyone out there? Anyone out where? Points to the door. Mouse stops and kind of just listens to see if he hears anything at all. Yeah, um, I mean, it's pretty late on this Monday night, and you can just hear like random TV shows kind of going on about throughout this apartment complex. And as you're kind of filtering through the noise and like taking a look out into the hallway, you almost hear like a pitter-patter of down at the end of the hall stop turn and walk the opposite direction as you hear the elevator call button activate and the door slide open I escape it is sandman nods so you guys pop down this fire escape into the restaurant and the door is like you know completely shut and locked or whatever i like to imagine you guys like walk up as this restaurant is closed and like unlock the door and walk out i would like to think that at this point We've just, like, made a makeshift key out of, like, clay or something. You probably stole a key. We, we probably we, stole we a stole key. It 100%. So you guys go down and, I guess, go out the, the door of this restaurant and lock the door behind you guys to be nice and make sure it's not left unlocked or known, you know? Mm-hmm. You guys call a cab, and I guess you guys are going to the expo center? Yep. Yeah, so you guys get into a cab, and you guys go on a long drive through the city to the expo center, and you guys uh, slowly start to arrive as you see this sprawling metal fence with barbed wire on the top that wraps around as uh, this taxi cab driver is a little perplexed why you're coming here this late, dressed in the garb that you guys are. 
and you guys kind of stand out, right? And he's a little confused, but you guys are paying probably a little well. And in the distance, you can see a kind of lone security booth with a kind of like a draw connector. And the taxi cab driver starts to slow down and says, uh, do you guys want me to go inside or is this good enough? Sandman just opens the door, hands him the cash for the drive, and then just walks away. Mouse will pat the guy on the back and be like, this is our first time working here and it's our first day. We don't really want to be seen showing up in a cab. We ain't got money for a car yet. So I feel like if we just say we parked somewhere else and then walked on over here. Uh, it's, it's like 1130 at night. This yeah. is your, you guys night Thanks shift. Oh. Thanks yeah. Okay. Yeah, I get that. Oh, my cousin. Oh, same thing. Uh, he actually works here. You might meet him. Uh, oh, shit. Yeah. Rodriguez, say hi to him if you see him. Um, do you guys need a pickup after your shift? Uh, I'm, I just started. You guys are my first pickup. I could come back at a certain time. Eight hours, oh. I guess. 10, 12. Uh, he works eights. Do you have like a number we can call just in case? Yeah, and he hands you like a, like a paper business card, uh, but there's just the QR code on the front of it that you have to scan with your phone to, to, to see the numbers and stuff like that. And he says, yeah, here, take this. Uh, yeah, give me your ring, and if I'm, I'm free, I'll come pick you up. Um, actually, since I can't afford a car, I can't even afford a regular phone. I got like a flip phone. Can you like write the number down on the back or some shit? Uh, yeah, I can do that. And uh, yeah, he writes his phone number down on the back of the card. And it says his name is uh, Ben Dover and uh, the number below it. And as he hands it to you, I appreciate you, Ben. Yeah. Any time I could use this money. Uh, I have a baby on the way. Uh, it's good. It's good seeing you, uh, Mr. What was your name again? My name? Yeah. You know what? And looks down at the bundle of cash, like wrapped in like a rubber band says, just call me anytime and, and drives off. So you guys step out of the cab and it's like a long straight road that leads up to this uh, kind of security booth and this giant fence stretches all of the foreseeable compound. Mouse would immediately just take like a quick look at the place, like just kind of scan the outside of the building, see what details you can kind of see that wouldn't have really appeared on our map or was Xeroxed over 90 times. Yeah, so this kind of gate guard booth is on this one long road that leans into the entire expo center on the southwest side of the building as the road kind of goes at an angle into the compound. It's kind of stationed out right on the very edge of this giant sprawling parking lot. And you can see off in the distance through this barbed wire fence and over the pretty much flat landscape where dotted trees are kind of scattered upon. Uh, the lights from this enormous expo center causing light pollution into the sky as they leave uh, all of it on all night long. Mouse is going to put on his blindfold. He's in strategic oh. mode now. Hell yeah. And can no longer see, at least at a decent distance, sign language. <laughs> so Mouse is going to kind of keep an ear out and hear if he hears any like running water. Kind of like a sewer. Give me a D6 roll. This is the die of fate. I'm essentially dictating on how how well this goes off and how much the creative liberties dictate in the world. So either one of you give me a D6 roll. You want to do it this time since I did the first one? I'll do it this time. Okay, because I don't want another nat one. That's a nat one. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so you can actually hear the sound of running water just kind of about 50 yards up this fence, and you kind of close your eyes even harder than they're already closed. Uh, maybe, like, lift your hands up so you're not touching anything, and you can hear the sound of chunky water kind of flowing very shortly from one side of the fence to the other, and it sounds like it's going somewhere um, but the sound of this water, you can't dictate exactly where it's going at this moment as the wind picks up and becomes howling, uh, kind of deafening your ears. The dome on top of the Freedom Hall, has that been there for a while? Or Yes. Okay. Yeah, it was a part of this structure when it was built. So if I look around for um, construction equipment. From where you're standing, you don't see any. 
from this outside of the compound by like kind of in the shadows of the security booth. You can just see the lampposts that go across the parking lot and the building, but you don't see any construction equipment. It seems like they've almost postured it up like right like you can see fresh mulch, like fresh flowers, like everything is is pretty new here on the outside at least. I'm going to look for cameras around the security booth and I'm going to see if I can find a path through some blind spots past it essentially. Can I help him look for cameras by listening for any electronic whirling of a camera going side to side? Yeah, so as you're looking around, you can see the bright light of a red beam coming from one of the cameras by the security patrol that is like kind of looking around and scanning slowly onto this one street. But this red glow you can see actually hit the concrete and you see that this vision is very short. But then, Mouse, you can actually hear the buzzing of more cameras that are kind of scattered upon um, this fence that go off around the perimeter. But it seems like they're very spaced far apart, and you could probably easily find a gap between the cameras. There's a gap in the camera system somewhere around here. I'm trying to pinpoint where they are. Do you see any opening in the gate at all? So I imagine the gate is for vehicles, right? Yes. I'm going to go, I'm going to try to go up to the wall that the camera is on. I'm going to silently take out two kunai and use them to climb up to the position of the wall that the camera is at. Mm -hmm. And then I'm going to motion to mouse and just hold the camera as it reaches like the, the side that gives him the most room and just hold it there for a moment as it tries to move. So what this looks like is kind of like a gas station overhang with some poles on the side. So you you very easily um, right on the outside of the camera's view, scale the side of this and clamber over uh, kind of dangling from this kind of overhang of concrete where the camera is attached to uh, with your feet kind of hanging below as the camera goes all the way to the southeastern side and you just stick out a hand and stop it. But Mouse, you also hear somebody kind of like change their breathing and you know it's this gate guard as they kind of like stop breathing for a second and turn and start tapping on the glass of this kind of cctv futuristic camera screen mouse is gonna like wave over to sandman signaling like let go i let go the camera's gonna do its little rotation and i'm listening to hear if i hear the facetime again the facetime was going and you can hear this person's uh spouse why aren't you paying attention to me? We don't, we don't ever get to talk. You took the second job and now we don't talk anymore. Hang, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Uh, I got, uh, uh, and he starts tapping. And then after it starts going, oh, it's yeah. What were you saying, honey? And he starts talking again. I'm a signal for Sandman to hold the camera again. I hold the camera. And I quickly, but quietly try to book it past this camera. So Sandman can let go of it as quick as possible. Okay. What happens is you can hear him start carrying on a conversation about how she's mad that he didn't show up to his kid's kindergarten graduation because he was working. And he's like arguing that, I mean, he had to make the money or they're going to be late for rent again and they can't be late three times or yada, yada. And you start going off as um, Sandman holds this camera and you make it through as Sandman is dangling. And you make it through to the other side and kind of like go off the road, maybe right out of the illumination from this street light as he says, honey, I got to call you. I got to call you back. And then she says, don't you fucking hang up on. He clicks the hang up button. He stands up and he's tapping the glass and he says, wasn't that these fucking IT or shit as he gets up and uh, starts to walk towards this door to leave the security booth. I am ridding my bow just in case I got an arrow notched. Okay. I'm just going to see if I can spot anything off about his aura. That the way you're hanging, you can definitely see him like kind of like stand up and shuffle and hang up the phone and move it if you want to. But you also know that this overhang is very thin, so you could probably pull yourself up on top of it if you want to. Yeah, I'm going to pull myself up and uh, just try to stay out of sight. I will say his aura when you're looking at it is like a very neutral beige that you've kind of picked up as uh, typical NPCs around the world. It's people that, you know, have feelings, right? Like everybody's normal, but they don't have very malicious intent or they're too 
it's very normal, this beige color, right before you yank yourself up on top and the guard kind of walks out to the camera. I think Sandman's uh, just keeping a lookout. Oh, did anyone throw anything on top of this uh, overhang? Are there like a set of discarded keys that don't go to anything? There is a lot of gum and there is also a wallet up here. Oh, I'm going to take the wallet, open it up. So opening it up, like it's, there's a few pictures inside all completely burnt and there are no cards or no money or anything. It looks like somebody burnt all the shit inside of this wallet and threw it up out of anger to almost spite somebody. If it looks like the guard is going to quickly turn around and head back into the um, booth, he's going to toss the wallet a decent distance away and make it make a little bit of a sound. Yeah, so the guard looks up at the camera and sees it moving, and you can uh, hear and maybe peeking over the edge, see him like digging, like digging through the edge of this asphalt road and find a small pebble and chuck it angrily um, at the camera and just dink into the side of it. And he starts walking back inside of the booth when this wallet plunks about 10 yards down this road. And he goes, huh? And they exclamation mark appears above his head as he starts walking towards it i'm gonna silently slip down scoop up a couple of pebbles and then uh follow hello everybody i hope you're having a beautiful friday saturday whatever day it is for you i just wanted to catch you guys up on a few things one we're going to be releasing on fridays at 6 a.m eastern standard time so all new episodes for playtests, side games that we're running, they're going to come out about that time. Also, if you want your game played and reviewed, it's in the playtesting stages. Your TTRPG is about ready to come out. You want somebody to stick a little grubby paws on it. You can email us at wnhcontact at gmail.com. You can see that down in the description as well. Uh, but thank you for checking out this far and feel free to share it with your friends. If you think, you know, we vibe and we're, we're jiggy like that. I hope you enjoy the rest of this. And you guys are now on the other side of this fence off into kind of the grassy area. And you can actually see off in the distance, a few kind of work trucks. There's probably two of them driving around uh, to various parts. As you see, like people kind of pile into them off near the expo center. Am I able to hear anything from these work trucks, like any radios, any comms, anything like that? They're blasting just Morgan Wallen. Are they labeled? From where you're standing, they're just white uh, pickup trucks with toolboxes kind of lining to both sides and a few people. There's probably like a guy or two in the back of both of them and a bunch of uh, janitorial equipment and different various construction equipment and some signs and stuff on the edge of it. You can see like the slight logo of just the expo center and it seems like it's people that work here. They're probably prepping for the concert. Uh, Sandbed nods. We can uh, walk a wide berth around them, right? So it's not even that complex, right? As like maybe these two cars get out um, and the people kind of load into it and they drive off and go down into the southern side and go into the west hall down below. Both trucks pull up into this western very far corner of it and go into one of the lobbies into the west wing. I'm going to quickly walk up to the uh, work trucks gonna see if i can find some rope or strong looking cable same here that's kind of what i'm looking for and i want to see if there's like any wire cutters or any tools that we could take as well um i think you guys could easily find um some rope laid out in here maybe it's not like the strongest rope right like it's usually used to kind of like mark areas off but you do find some rope in the back of one of these trucks but the rest of them are various like cleaning chemicals and tools, but the majority of them have been brought inside. Through smell, can I tell what chemicals these are? It's just pure ammonia. Um, and actually, as you lean closer and take a take a whiff as like the lids are like slightly closed, you'd have to crack them open to smell them. And you crack them open and the smell of ammonia just like burns the inside of your nose and you take one damage. Perfect, perfect. Um, I'm going to take a bottle of that. Uh, what is our HP set to? Six originally? Uh, six by default, unless you chose the plus HP, which Gallo has a nope. seven. Yeah, I got a <laughs> plus one from a D6, baby. Okay, so I am packaging that ammonia in my pocket. 
Okay, yeah, you have a small bottle of ammonia. Okay, Sandman is going to lead the way for uh, following these workers into the building. You guys can see as you approach this building, the doors that are now unlocked, you can see the group of kind of gestodial cleaners go in and open a swinging door into the west wing and the door closes behind them as you guys see a lobby of the entrance to this side of the complex. I want to listen in carefully to see if any of them split up. So you can hear um, most of them kind of pick up mops and, and brooms and some like random things that are around here to be like signs and images. As you can hear them start to like tack things up uh, and label things and start building uh, some kind of makeshift tables inside of this room. And it sounds like they're all kind of scattered upon the West Wing as they're building what seems to be, you know, a loose event. And it's at this moment that you can hear... Hang on, I left the tape measure in the truck. I'm going to go grab it real quick. And the other one says, uh, don't take too long, man. Come on back. You're not getting out of cleaning this. And uh, you can hear footsteps coming and approaching the door that they just went through. Is there a reception desk in here? Yeah, there's a uh, small little booth in a check-in area. And w- looking at this table, you can see a small pamphlet that shows uh, Louisville Gun Show coming. And it says uh, Friday. So you can assume that this area is probably going to be set up for a gun show that is going on. First off, Sandman's going to motion to come here, climb up into the corner, like behind the swinging doors, mm-hmm. and then wedge one of the kunai in and hold the hand out for Mouse to lift him up as well. To just be above line of sight, if I can. Mouse will grab your hand and hope you can lift his malnourished ass up. <laughs> Yeah, so you guys are trying to pull up and like hoist up onto the kunai, like up in the air, uh, kind of out of sight behind the door as they swing open. Yeah, yeah, I would, I would say definitely this guy's, this guy's distracted, kind of just going out to the truck, getting some air grab and some stuff. So the doors swing open, almost smacking like right below you, almost hitting the wall as this uh, young male comes striding through to the other side of the lobby. I'm going to stop our side of the double doors so that it doesn't close. Okay. Yeah, so he continues walking and uh, opens the glass doors and walks outside as the door is open for you guys. I uh, sign which way are they looking and then point to the west wing. Yeah, I'd like to listen and to see if since it's all tile flooring, I should be able to hear all their footsteps and what direction they're moving in. Yeah, I mean, it seems like from the way that you're listening in that multiple tables and booths have already been constructed in this area. There's not maybe a lot of like tapestry and stuff, but tables and, and, and different dividers have been sectioned off and you can hear a few people moving within cleaning them. There is cover. Yes. Okay. Perfect. I'd like to let go of Sandman's hand and I kind of just poke my head through the door and go towards the nearest cover. All right. And I follow. All right, so you guys go into an area in Sandman. You can see that it is sprawled out with these tables and like pavilions kind of dividing and making makeshift hallways throughout this west wing of the gun show. Um, As maybe a few banners have gone up dictating like some booths and things like that, uh, advertisements, but not too many yet. It's pretty early on in the week and they're doing the physical construction as you guys kind of go to one of the booths and make cover behind the dividers. As somebody walks close and you can hear them, as they're kind of sweeping the floor, uh, talking about how much they hate this job, and then walk off. I will say, Mouse, you can hear from the back corner of this area, in between the brakes of like the AC going off, it sounds like high electricity is humming uh, in the room on the adjacent corner of the West Ring. I'm motioning to Sandman, pointing like, double finger pointing over towards that general direction where the door is. And I'm going to slowly listen for the movements of the cleaners and try to make my way to that door. All right. I move with mouse. I would like to say mouse describe what this looks like, because I can imagine Sandman is going perfectly quietly, kind of like following your lead. So it's almost Mm -hmm. up to you to dictate how this is going because you can hear where people are at. So I want, I want you to describe how this is going. I imagine that mouse is like crouch walking, almost like the duck walk, ducking and weaving between different stands, pausing, 
between each one, listening for any movement, waits a moment until the footsteps stop, moves again to the next row, ducking behind banners and different like cloths that are hanging over the tables, and very slowly just move diagonally across the rows to try to get to that door. Okay, so I want you to roll tactical for me. Tactical. 2d6 plus 1, okay. Yep. Oh, first roll. First roll of the game. Blow on them for good luck. Here they go. And I receive... Oh, barely. A 6 and a 1 plus 1 makes 8. <laughs> okay, so for an 8, you get a partial success. Okay, so what happens is, from Sandman's point of view, you can see Mouse, like, try to fast crab walk across like a small like walkway to another booth and then stop and then you can see like the gears clink in his head as he's listening to everybody and then take another step um mouse gets a little excited and starts going a little quick you go around a corner and come almost just right up to the back of somebody that is silently mopping the floor i grab mouse and i just pull him uh behind uh a nearby, uh, what do you call it? A nearby booth. And this person starts like turning the mop and now face where you guys are at as they're mopping and starting to walk towards you. So I'd like to think that we wrap around the other side of the booth as he's coming around that way. Kind of like a game of cat and mouse. They're coming one way and we're going the other way. Yeah, I like that. You can hear it. Yeah. So I think you guys do this. Maybe it takes a little bit more time uh, to kind of dip and dodge between people um, as they're cleaning this back area. And you guys are actually making your way towards the eastern side where you see one big doorway on the far side that lead into another area. And maybe Mouse pulls you guys like down and like stops for a second and, and pauses for a little bit as you guys can hear uh, somebody call out and say uh, break time. And they all start walking out of the building as you guys walk over to this now unoccupied room that you could hear the humming from. And as you approach, you can see a single, what could be described as a security door, kind of graded metal across side to side um, with a big kind of key lock that goes into it. And peering through this, maybe listening through this, you can see what appears to be kind of like a server rack in the back of this room. You can hear and see the humming of machines and fans whirling and various computer device back here. As you presume, this is a server rack for maybe the internet or anything network-wise for this area. Sandman is going to sign to Mouse and say, You move too short. You're fast. Use that. I'm not understanding. And so the lock on this door, is it like a physical lock? Or is it like ID card? Like So this is a giant physical lock. So it takes like the key of the city to open it. <laughs> yeah, the key to this <laughs> That's place. That's a giant got it and i will say looking at it it seems very new like this was put on after the fact and maybe this you can uh, looking at it you can see the old hinges from like a normal wooden door but this has been outfitted with a security grate sandman signs should i break it might be noticed maybe later then maybe later for sure i'm gonna signal to point towards uh freedom hall up north to go and check if those doors are uh open yeah, so you guys uh, leave this security grating door and start going over to the very fancy wooden door that is just uh, just purely aesthetic. And as you come up, you see that there's no way for this to be locked. But you do notice uh, that the carpet coming into here is very nice, but has a few like footsteps from people like high traffic coming in and a small area where it seems like somebody could be standing to maybe check IDs later, as if maybe there's a check-in station where somebody checks tickets. To go into this area so does this area look like it's been set up recently for any events as we enter yes and as you guys step in you guys are in a corridor that seems to stretch from north to south across this giant area of freedom hall you can see various vendor stands where people will sell sodas and popcorn and hot dogs at outrageous prices and you can actually maybe pinpoint with your hearing that there are various entrances to get into this main theater. And you guys like 
maybe walk around a little bit and stepping out, you can see that it is originally a giant basketball court, but it has been outfitted with like a runway stage going across from north to south, straight through the center of it, a pop up stage coming across um, and all these various seats laid out and it kind of divvies into the ground. And you can see that this entire area is where they host the big main events. And you can presume that this is definitely where M Mirage is going to be performing as her face has already been plastered on banners hanging down and various screens are showing images of like her singing songs and stuff like that. And everything is, is um, even though you can't hear it, you can only see the images as the TVs are still being relayed. It sounds beautiful just from looking at her perform. Sandman takes the uh, printed out copy of the floor plan of this place. And is there a room that I can see that's like a security room? Yeah. So you can see where this would connect to like an area that drops a curtain down. Um, and it seems to have a back room. And maybe upon going closer to it, you can see this is like a setup room where somebody can get dressed and prepare for the event to happen. Through listening as well, can Mouse pick up where the production booth would be? Like where they would control the lights, the pyro? You can hear giant catwalks hanging from the ceiling, kind of going in between the beams, between the glass dome uh, that forms like a spiraling catwalk, probably 40, 50 feet up in the air. And up and all around these catwalks are giant spotlights pointed towards the center of this runway. And you can see on the far area hanging above kind of where they would um, have the makeup area and getting ready for the performer. You can see kind of suspended above that, but out towards the seats it seems to be a production booth where the majority of the cameras will be. So we were we were told, don't let this air, don't kill her. Correct. Okay. When, when we're looking for this stuff, it's a nice stage. It's going to be a big event. Do we see like any like indoor pyro or fireworks section that would be near like the end of the stage? Yeah, there's definitely over the top extravagant spots, maybe with score. Eh, mm, it's Monday. I'll say this. I would definitely say it seems like there's two areas where if you could presume that Mirage would have these extra flagrant effects, it would be on the south, the south side. Um, they, they could host them here, kind of overlooking the stage on the South side, kind of these giant flat banisters with, uh, metal railings, and they would be perfect for, if they would have it, they could have them here, but there's nothing here at the moment. Okay. Sandman is going to go into the camera room to see what all they can see. Yeah. I'm going to follow and stick close by as well. Okay, so as you climb up the, uh, you guys go outside back into this corridor that stretches around Freedom Hall, and you guys see a staircase that leads up into the top. As you guys are climbing the staircase, it goes to the second balcony where more stairs are at, or where more seating is at, and then you see kind of um, a service entrance, and you guys go through that service entrance and go up some like a uh, little scaffolding catwalk metal stairs up into the top, and you come out and you see suspended in front of you is kind of this floating suspended platform with various camera equipment where you could presume that they host the majority of stuff for any event and a single line that stretches across as well with a camera that can swing back and forth to kind of show an aerial view. I'm thinking about fraying some wires. I don't know if that can help us too much. It is Monday and the event's not till Friday. Yeah, they would have time to fix it for a week. Yeah, I want to... Are there any events in between now and... The gun show? Yeah. Um, no. None. Um, there is nothing booked in Freedom Hall specifically because all the areas can kind of be separate. The gun show is booked for Friday and so is Mirage's, uh, concert. I'm just trying to figure out, like, what would be the most time-consuming, fairly reasonable thing to replace... Should the event come like someone fucked up and misplaced blank? Could we check out the back room where the curtain is to see if anything's been placed there or if there's like a loading dock or anything like that? Yeah, I'll just say when you guys go into the room, it just seems like a normal like VIP kind of waiting staging area where multiple it's it's pretty big. 
multiple bands or multiple people or like a production studio could kind of sit and chill as numerous chairs and couches are scattered on. And then like on the back wall is a bunch of mirrors and lights, but nothing too out of the ordinary. Sandman is going to see the windows and uh, see if he can find his way to get up to like climbing on things to get up to those windows. Um, yeah, I mean, you could probably see like in the back of this area, um, a, in one of the large corridors on the outside of Freedom Hall is like a, uh, a giant popcorn bending stand that leads onto one of the air ducts that you could probably climb the, uh, off of the popcorn stand onto the air duct and then up to the, up to the windows above pretty easily. Okay. Do they open? Um, they do not open. Sandman hops back down, signals, do we have everything we need? What I've been thinking about doing is we should kind of take a look around the other parts of this convention center. See maybe if anything else is going on up in uh, the north or anything like that. Sandman nods and heads towards the door to the next, uh, the north wing. Yeah, and we can do a little time lapse um, through this, as I presume you guys are now used to the rotation of the cleaning people and moving without this. Um, as you guys head into the north area, you see that the north wing has a few banners and it's very open floor plan. And it seems like they're going to be hosting a car show that is going on from Thursday until Sunday. It's like a four day event. They have multiple different cars rotating. This entire area is going to be full with different cars. And on Friday, it's going to be uh, hot rods and classic cars and stuff like that. Uh, scattered upon it going into the north wing lobby you notice like the same thing the welcome area welcoming the car show uh, stuff of that nature with the same doors that are kind of going out through the west wing as you move on to the south wing a b and c you would notice that there are a few weird boxes and opening them you would notice that there's kind of some strange banners of people dressed in maid outfits and various cosplay attire and you could safely presume one of these areas is going to be for some kind of a made cafe and cosplay contest or something but as you actually check the perimeter um you would notice a guard and you would notice like the breathing of somebody inside of one of these doors inside of one of the lobby that connect uh the north wing lobby and lobby b and as you guys kind of navigate through it you could very easily tell that this is a central security camera room going on in between these two rooms, uh, kind of connecting the two with locked doors on both sides. So you can safely assume that you can't just get in here by you would have to kick in the door, break the lock, lock pick or something like that. And there is uh, a guy or two inside of this kind of checking the checking the cameras. But it seems like one of them is probably napping and the other person is not really paying attention as they're watching uh, Home Alone 2. Um and you can safely assume that nobody has noticed you, but you are on camera at this time. So maybe you pick up the speed uh, a little bit and see that the rest of the area is an, ado- an animal adoption and an anime con uh, kind of scattered upon into these areas. I would actually, while we're in this security camera room section, I want to use my hunter ability that lets me track anything that leaves a trail. I want to see if I'm able to pick up like a common path of like fresh footprints that security would have taken multiple times, like a route that they've just imprinted into the floor. At this point, it seems like, yeah, most of the normal foot traffic would have been cleaned. But you notice some people coming in through the north wing lobby and going straight into the camera room and then maybe heading into some bathrooms nearby and then back into the camera room. It doesn't seem like they patrol themselves. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Future reference. Yeah. Understood. Okay, I'm good. Yes. So the bathrooms are in the North Wing lobby on the the far side, kind of adjacent to the security camera room. Got it. And they're the closest ones to the security camera rooms that the guards use. Got it. Correct. Understood. And I would say as you guys are going around here, you don't notice very many cameras on the inside, right? Like the cameras you presume are kind of on the outside. There's no cameras in here. It's like they're almost checking their perimeter. I'm assuming the doors would be locked, but they're incorrect. Sandman signs. How about now? I think I'm good. 
He nods. Um, is there on the way out a, a place I could just snag a tarp? Um, give me a d6 roll. I'm done with this game. It's a one. Yeah, you guys uh, kind of like maybe walk your way up to lobby B as some cleaners leave again. And uh, presumably head home as uh, Mouse. You can hear like a shift change coming in, and it's getting a little bit later on, as this has been probably a few hours. And you guys are near the first aid in the rest station, kind of going through it, looking and seeing if anything can happen. Um, and as you're going through it, you find a box with a tarp kind of banded around it. And upon like taking these bandages, these uh, straps off, and maybe grab the tarp and like rustle it together and try to like hold on to it and shove it in your bag but it's it's spewing out of this this uh this bag that you're carrying mouse you're the first to hear it you can actually hear the sound of a really shitty engine just kind of backfiring as this thing is screaming through the parking lot and you can hear what sounds like a few people outside uh kind of like pile off of this really crappy machine whatever they're driving as you hear the doors swing open and footsteps outside and some keys jangling, hear somebody click back a gun as you hear uh, somebody call out and say, all right, routine scan, checking it, seeing if anything's out of the ordinary as uh, they head in through lobby B. From them racking their gun, like cocking their gun, can I tell what type of gun it is? The person who racked is probably a handgun. Okay. I'm going to give up on the tarp. Fuck that. <laughs> They're not within vision yet, are they? Nope. They went out into Lobby B, just outside of the door to the first aid station. And you know from checking out that you could easily escape through Lobby C. Do I right. hear any of them outside by Lobby C? You really can't tell what's going on outside as this engine is just kind of roaring outside, even if it's it, it's an, it's idling, just going... That's pretty much all you're picking up outside. All right. I'm going to motion to lobby C. If there's a window, I, I want to like poke my head out to see if I can like see them and see if any of them by their aura are, I guess, is empowered the word. Yeah. So as you peek your head out, you can see a very shitty kind of dune buggy just kind of shaking with vibration as this engine uh, covered in really crappy um metal plating is just humming and idling just bouncing around with a giant m60 gun on the back of it and you see somebody sitting um in the driver's seat chain like just smoking a giant cigar and the aura around this person is just radiating a bright hot red like fire just bouncing around this person or compensating for something there yeah sandman clicks his hand uh says powers and then points to uh the guy and uh, signs out cigar guy let's go not trying to stay quiet and follow on sandman gonna head out of lobby c and back the way we came in uh yeah okay mm, go back the way we came in so when you say you guys are coming out the way you came in what do you mean uh we're going back to the guard station yeah, and I like to think that we're kind of keeping to the trees, trying to stay in the shrubbery. Okay. You guys head out and kind of like make your way across the asphalt, or actually you make your way down from this double glass door down this little walkway onto the asphalt to try to like cross over to the other side. And Mouse, you can hear a head turn and Sandman, you feel very uneasy as you're looking over your shoulder and you both at the same time notice that this man smoking the cigar inside of this uh, little buggy, the flames and the ember of the cigar is now in your direction as he just has his head cranked and is staring at you guys as you guys are walking across this asphalt into the bushes. So he clearly sees us. His head is in your direction. All you can see is the embers of the cigar. Can I hear to see if his heartbeat sped up when he turned? It is the exact same. I uh, motion to Sandman to just stay still. Do not move. All right. I stay still. Watch intently. We just kind of stay there. 
hiding in the shadows, not moving to not break any light or anything like that. You can see this person kind of clicking their head around unnaturally as they seem to be like pivoting their ears in random directions as Mouse can hear a sigh and a big huff of the cigar as they get down and uh, shift this dune buggy into drive and start driving off towards Lobby A on the other side. Okay, so they're going away now? Yes, they're leaving you. And I could presume you guys could safely you know, navigate across this as there are nobody on this side of this area. I'm going to motion a Sandman, just start moving down this path, trying to stay near the bushes or in the bushes to try to stay out of sight or obvious sight. Yeah, so you guys book it down, going from shadow to shadow moving and go to the security guard um, as they're there and knowing where the camera is facing, right? Like he's still watching TV. His wife is now yelling at him again as you guys maneuver outside of the camera's perspective as it looks to the left and make a break to the other side of this guard booth and are now clear of the fence. Sandman actually lets out a sigh. He signs, I don't like him. Not at all. I don't like him at all either. Fucking got some real issues. Snapping his neck like that. He'll be a problem. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what else is going to be a problem? That guy going home to his wife, I feel sorry for him. Sounds like he gets yelled way too much. He's trying to do his job. But also, how did he miss his kid's graduation when he works night shift? He works two jobs. He works two jobs. Sandman's head just like turns away and he just walks into the night. 